morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here for another wild, whimsical Wednesday, friends. Torch Report 367, Understanding the Woke Agenda. It is clear crystal clear that these people have collectively lost their minds. They've gone crazy, and that's not by accident. Today's report was actually uh, kind of inspired by the fact I saw an article out that says U.S. depression rates to highs. The situation is getting worse, not getting better. And why is that? What's driving all of this mental health disorders, this clinical depression and all of that kind of stuff? And I really believe it is the direct assault on the human mind on our perception, on our beliefs and all of that kind of stuff. But I want to kind of dig into it a little bit and we're going to come at it anecdotally from a, a little bit of a story uh, <laughs> about people who have gone guano loco, guano loco. Friends, are you familiar with the phrase that somebody is acting batshit crazy? I looked into it a little bit. Uh, I was checking out the etymology there to make sure I wasn't missing something. And as it turns out, as you one might expect, it pretty much means that somebody's, you know, they've gone mad. They've lost their minds with the uh, the batshit emphasis really adding an extra spoonful of crazy there. It's it comes from the uh, the old phrase bats in the belfry or the you know the church bell tower with the bats up there there's nothing up there there's not a lot of thoughts going on that's what's being implied and according to digital cultures uh which is a uh, online resource talking about different cultural references the phrase batshit crazy is just another way of saying that somebody is a fool quote a dangerously insane or delusional character end quote which i think pretty much subscri- uh, describes most of the uh, the woke minions, much of society these days, whether we're talking about the climate crazies or the trans activists or the Black Lives Matters or the woke movement in general, I believe that it is fair and equitable to assess these people as batshit crazy. <laughs> that said, friends, they do still get to vote. Keep that in mind, because I think that that's really what is driving all of this. Now, it's not always readily apparent how these various groups are in fact working in concert to advance the progressive agenda, i.e. the regressive, oppressive socialist agenda that the commies are trying to use to take over the world. Now, I think it's worth taking some time to kind of drill down on the connection between these various groups. And I want to start by just kind of laying out some broad generalizations to see if we can tease out some themes here. For example, the climate crazies, a.k.a. the climate cult. The climate cult believes that humanity is destroying the planet. More specifically, they believe that rich white people are destroying the planet with their unjust, unsustainable, capitalistic lifestyles. And thus, the introduction of the seductive lies about climate justice, environmental justice. But in the minds of these crazies, the only solution, the only way to to uh, facilitate climate justice is through centralized government control of the means of production and consumption, which is communism, and a global redistribution of wealth to fund sustainable living all around the world. Now, compare that with the trans activists, for example, the trans activists. They're out there trying to force their twisted views on the world that 
boys can be girls and girls can be boys, etc., believing that they too are the victims of an oppressive, unjust, capitalistic society that discriminates against everyone who's not a member of the rich, white, hetero class. And thus these trannies, as they used to be called, you know, who represent a mere 0.5% of the population, mind you. You think about they're everywhere right now, but they only represent... 0.5%, so half of 1% of the population, and they're demanding more government protection, more government intervention, and in fact, more government promotion to boost attention to their twisted ways. And you think about, okay, the climate crazies, they need more government control, you know, in order to, to get everybody on board with their crazy perspectives. The trans activists need more government control to get everybody on board with their perspectives. And now we can consider Black Lives Matter, which essentially is doing the same thing. They need more government control to get everybody on board with their perspective. And for those in the know, you do know, I'm sure some of you know, that the Black Lives Matter is is a Marxist organization who they the Black Lives Matter BLM actually revived the woke terminology circa 2014, 2015. Uh, the George Floyd protests and all that, but the woke terminology originally uh, came from, it arose from the the earlier civil rights moment. Being woke was being aware that, you know, the cops are beating black people or what have you. And this Black Lives Matter movement now is really a full-on frontal assault to the oppressive, racist, capitalistic society that has been keeping the black man down for centuries. And being supported by all of the useful idiots these days, they, the well, the useful idiots, they've been trained to see systemic racism and discrimination as the root cause of all their problems. And these morons expect that the government should protect and promote their agenda by a more and more centralized government control. Now, the woke mindset is pervasive in these different camps, and that's not just a coincidence. It's a direct manifestation of a disturbed and transformed human consciousness, meaning these people are no longer thinking for themselves. They're no longer right in the head. They're no longer reconciled to reality. To be woke has become really essentially synonymous with being detached from reality, but to be woke has become a catch-all phrase for having what they call, quote, awareness of social issues, as well as movement against injustice, inequality, and prejudice, period, end quote. Now, being woke, as I was digging in, I was reading quite a bit of different uh, articles and essays about being woke this morning, but being woke is all about awareness in action. Those are their words. They got to raise awareness to all of the injustice and all these social issues to compel people to take action. And it's important to realize that people are being energized and organized and mobilized around these ideas as part of a political ploy to consolidate power and control. One must first become alert to the injustice. Oh my gosh, you know, look at all this injustice and the systemic racism and prejudice everywhere. And of course, that stimulates an emotional reaction. 
And then, you know, these people who have been triggered in, by this emotional reaction, they're very easily compelled to stand in solidarity with whoever is being portrayed as being oppressed by this supposed injustice. And, you know, they're compelled to take action on behalf of the people who are being oppressed because that's what makes them a good human. This, I believe, is actually one of the genius constructs of Marxism and critical theory because it exploits several different psychological loopholes that relate to certain inherent vulnerabilities and protective instincts that are all kind of part and parcel of of being human and just to give you a few examples here just a couple of you know stories if you will you can imagine oh my gosh you know look at that poor hungry starving child oh no you know climate change must have destroyed the family's food supply we have to stop climate change to keep children from starving we must save the children we must demand climate justice you see and people think, oh, my gosh, we don't want children to starve because of climate change. And so they're triggered. They have emotional reaction, emotional buy-in. They want to save the planet. They want to save the children. And they're going to do that how? By voting for more government control. Now, another example. Oh, no. You know, look, there's a black man living on the streets. And look there. There's a white man who's living in a fancy mansion that's twice as big as it needs to be. I can't imagine that man's carbon footprint. No black man should live in the streets while these white folks live in mansions. That's not fair. That's unjust. It's inequitable. These greedy capitalist lenders, they must be discriminating against the black man because they're racist capitalist pigs. We demand equal housing now. Equal housing now. Equal housing now. They cry. And of course, how are we going to demand equal housing? Well, of course, they're going to vote for more government control. How about another example? Gasp. Oh my gosh. You know, that little boy in that cute pink dress, he just got bullied for trying to go into the girl's bathroom. He just wants to go into the girl's bathroom and tinkle like a little girl. And these bullies, Clearly, these bullies, they have transphobic bias. You know, they, 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 they must be the, the spawn of children. They must have been raised by white supremacists and religious extremists. We, we, we need to protect that little he, she, not just from the bullies, but we must protect them from their bigoted, oppressive parents, too. And we demand that new transgender signs be hung on every bathroom in the land because that's the law. That's the way the story goes. And what do they do? They vote for more government control. And like I said, it's all batshit crazy, but people believe it. This is how people are being trained to think. Their attention is being trained to identify inequalities uh, and inequalities about anything. You know, it doesn't really matter, but inequality is an inherent aspect of the natural world. You know, like, that. oh, my gosh, this inequality is unjust. But actually, the inequality is just a natural reflection of the natural world. What I've uh, long called, friends, the myth of equality is something I've been writing about uh, for over a decade in my own personal writings and musings and essays and stuff. The myth of equality, I believe it's 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 just a mental construct. It's it's completely incongruent with natural reality. Equality says the premise, and I hypothesize, prove me wrong here, but equality does not exist in natural reality. 
except for as an idea in the mind. And inequality, on the other hand, to just contrast it a little bit, inequality is everywhere all the time, which is what makes it such a perfect target for training the public's attention. In a nutshell, that's the gist of what critical theory is all about. If you train a critical eye on any given topic, you can criticize it. You can, you can create the impression that there is a problem when, in fact, there may not be a problem. There may or may not be a problem. It happens all the time, friends. I mean, it's, there, there are examples abound. You know, let's, let's, let's say for a, magic, uh, for a moment, imagine, if you will, a little hypothetical thought experiment here. Let's say you've got a nice new car. And you love your new car. It's shiny like a new car. It smells like a new car. And everywhere you go, people compliment you on how good you look in your new car. And each time somebody gives you a compliment, man, your ego glows. You are a much better person. Your status is elevated because of your new car. And then one day... As you're sitting at the stoplight with the windows down, listening to your tunes with your shades on, a random stranger on the sidewalk informs you, oh, did you know there's a major door ding on your new car? And just then the light turns green. And so you, what, what do you mean there's a door ding? Oh no, I got to go. So you take off and you got to be somewhere. You start driving, but instantly your mind is consumed with the thought that your new car is now scratched and dented. How did this happen? Who did this to me? Somebody's going to pay for this is what you're thinking. And as you brood and you stew over this new problem, your mind begins to wander toward wondering, well, how many other people have seen this ding and, and think that I'm driving around a clunker, you know? How many people think I'm too cheap or too poor to fix it? How many people think that I'm a bad driver who must have done a poor job of parking? Oh my gosh, this is a major issue. And this, this massive scratch and dent, it, it must be dealt with immediately. And in fact, you know, I, I think I'm going to just go park around the back to make sure nobody sees me pull in and park my beat up junker. Because what would they think if, if they only knew that I was driving this old jalopy? And you see, just like that, the body is reacting. The emotions are real. You can feel the sweat forming on your forehead as you pull into the lot, slinking down into the driver's seat, trying not to be seen in this beat-up junker. You find an inconspicuous place to park. You know, signed, oh man, feeling somewhat overwhelmed by all the thoughts about what others might think, feeling slightly diminished in stature. No longer are you the shiny person exemplified and exalted by your new car. Now you are a low-class plebe with a banged-up junk mobile. And so you take one last breath before slowly opening the door and sliding out of the vehicle. You almost don't want to look, you know, it's just so bad. I mean, you've just been brooding on this, you know, it's almost unbearable to think, but you muster the strength to step around the backside of your car and assess the damage. And holy smokes, wait a minute, what's zoinks, you know? That's not a big old scratch and dent at all. Huh? Oh my gosh, that's that's one of those silly stickers. You know, your teenager must have picked it up somewhere. It looks like a dent, but it's just a sticker. Oh, woo wow, you wiped the sweat from your brow. You know, someone was just playing a joke on the old man. <laughs> funny, funny, ha, ha, you know? I know uh, revenge is sweet. I'm going to give you back for that, but right now, all is right with the world. Your identity has been restored. And once again, 
you can feel like a superior human being. And everyone can tell that you must be a superior human being because you are driving a shiny new car. As you strut up the sidewalk and into the building, the faintest thought crosses your mind. What if you'd never been criticized in the first place? What if you'd never been criticized in the first place? You see, the criticism drew the attention to a problem that did not exist. Regardless of the fact the problem did not exist, with your attention firmly fixed on this problem that did not exist, your emotional experience was very real. Just as real as the sweat on your brow that came with that heart-pounding consideration that people might see you as a lesser peasant for driving a beater. Now, as I was saying, this cycle of human experience, this emotional reaction to something that is not real, it's playing out all around us all the time. It is just a natural human behavior. And this natural human behavior is what is being exploited by Marxist critical theory. Now, in terms of today's progressives and the modern Democrat Party, They've basically been running around putting stickers on everybody's car when nobody's looking. Look, look at all these problems. You know, you must be a lesser person if you don't want to fix all these problems. You must be a racist, homophobic, bigoted, ignorant peasant if you don't believe that we need to fix all these problems. Just look at the sticker. Now, if you question whether or not these problems exist, well, gosh, that kind of looks like a sticker. I don't think it's a real problem. Then. You are a lesser person. Your intelligence must be so low, in fact, that you can't even see how you're being blinded by your own bigotry and implicit biases. If you doubt that these problems are real, if you doubt that that sticker is real, then you're a fool and you'll be treated as such, socially ostracized and put down. If you challenge the premise of the problems, then you are an enemy. You're just another greedy, selfish, capitalist pig who cares more about personal gain than the greater good of society. And that makes you a threat to democracy and a cancer upon civil society. Friends, you may be wondering, Luke, what the hell's the point here? <laughs> nice story, but what are you getting at, man? The point is, friends, these people are crazy. They're batshit crazy. These are dangerously insane and delusional characters who have been trained to focus on problems that do not exist. And order, you know, it, the reason they're being trained to focus on problems that do not exist is in order to evoke an emotional reaction that drives democratic votes. The mental anguish is real. The emotional reaction is real. The problems, however, are not. But of course, the woke are incapable of perceiving this truth. They have been successfully conditioned to exhibit the social conscious of a cosmopolitan peasant in order to elevate their egos. The empathy, the sympathy, and the compassion, these are the trigger points. The urge to protect the oppress, it, it, it's strong and it's easily provoked. The response in turn is predictable. You know, the, the, the wedge of these uh, various wedge issues can only be solved through greater degrees of government control over society. 
The woke agenda is designed to incrementally reduce our individuality and personal freedoms in order to appease the guano loco demands of delusional people who are no longer tethered to the constraints of rational thinking, friends. The end game is total control. That's the only way they can force society to accept their woke insanity, which, of course, is necessary to justify their feelings, however unjustified they may be, and that's all necessary to keep their egos intact and psychologically speaking keep keeping the ego intact it's tantamount friends to survival you know which makes all of these social issues feel like a life or death situation for the woke initiates no matter how batshit crazy they may be friends this is what they believe and we need to realize that and then not be afraid to poke fun and point out just how batshit crazy these people have become. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app or the website. When you click that heart, it gives me some love. It makes my heart soar like a hawk and it boosts me in the algorithms. Friends, you could subscribe to support this publication. You could consider joining the Patriot Club. But the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild, whimsical, wise Wednesday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Uh...